Global warming doesn't exist, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. The free-for-all episode. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, welcome to Scatterbrain. What's that? What'd you say? I said, All right. Oh, I thought you called me Ulbricht. I was like, what? <laughs> Rupert. Anyway, Rupert um, the monkey. Rupert. Rupert. Sure, it's fucking <laughs> Rupert. Where's my cork? Um, let's see here. Welcome to Scatterbrand, episode 36. Um, how's it going, Dan? Oh, it's going all right, Ian. How are you today? Well, let me tell you. I just, no, I'm, I'm fine. What's up? It's just hot, man. It it's, sure it's is. Hot. Yeah, dude, it, it's like... I, I have a really good AC right now in my room. I put the the unit that, that slips into the window, right? Yep. Got got rid of that stand up one because it was sucking energy and it wasn't really yeah, that great. Yeah, and you, didn't you tell me something that it was like leaking out mildew or something weird? Well, it, start, it started to like leak onto the carpet, and um, I realized it was more like a big fan than anything else. It said some point a couple weeks ago, so I put it out on the street with a sign, you know, free, and it was gone instantly, but. So someone's got sure. that big, yeah. Someone's got that beast. But um, one I bought in 2015 for only like 150 bucks as a frigidaire. I put it in the, in the window, dude. I wake up in the middle of the night like shivering, like oh, it's so cold in my room. I have That's to cover awesome. myself. Oh, dude, it is <laughs> awesome. And then I turn it off and I'll wake up a couple hours later and it's like I'm sweating because all the humidity. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, now I. So I have two choices. I can be fucking knee deep in ball sweat. Or I can wake up freezing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't like put it in the middle somewhere. There's, there's <laughs> low, all or, all or none. Well, there's low cool and high cool, and they're both freezing. And it's got a fan option, right? But it just you know, like circulates the shitty air, so I just put it on cool. Yeah, it's a really good, really good little wall unit. But and um, oh. it's coming out into the kitchen area, right? Mm-hmm. And then Chris, Did Chris, you leave the door in? open. Yeah, leave the door open. And Chris came and visited earlier, and he's all, oh, he walks into the kitchen. He's all, oh, air conditioning. Oh, I love it, you know, right? Now I walk into my room, and it's like, it's so fucking cold. And then oh, I went, so I went around the side to let it in, dude. And I was instantly sweating. And then Stan like walked out onto the, you know, onto the rocks, like maybe ten feet. And I looked back, and he like turned around and came right back in, like, fuck this, dude. It's like it's really suddenly, funny. well, it's walking under the suddenly walking under like the surface of the sun, dude. I'm like, yeah. hurry up, get inside. I want to get back inside. And then he wants oh. to have a cigarette. He wants to have a cigarette, and he barely cracks the door. And I feel the rush of like hot air coming in. And I'm like, close the fucking door. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. No, I know why I moved. And you know, you know. Oh gosh, yeah. How is Stan doing, by the way? He's he's about the same. He's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. I buy him those uh, treats, you know, the milk bun, little mini treats, different flavors. Oh, and it just makes his day. It makes his world. So he push, sure. he pushes me around and wants them, and I have to give it to him. So he, he's Whenever he look, gives you the look, you give it to him? Well, more like he trips me. I'll, like, turn around to walk somewhere and, like, almost fall over because he trips me. And then he looks mm-hmm. at me and starts wagging his stump. It's like, oh, fuck, he wants more treats. He's got me down. Yeah, Copper tries to trick us into giving him more food. Yeah. He always tries to like look at you like he's like he hasn't eaten, right? And then I have to ask my wife, be like, he's eating breakfast. She's like, oh yeah, he's eating breakfast. So he's getting big though, dude. We just had the, a vet visit yeah. on uh, Thursday, and he's 23 pounds now. We got him, and he was maybe like six and a half, seven right. pounds. Well, so he's losing his teeth now. He's got like 
eight or nine, maybe ten teeth gone. You know, he's got like the little. Every time I look, it seems like I look in there and there's like a little socket where a tooth is missing and there's like the little one coming in underneath it. So he's getting pretty big. It's pretty cool. I wonder if he's going to be one of those really big beagles or kind of average size because you should top out about 30 pounds tops, I would think. Yeah, that's what the vet said. But then like the guy the guy that we got him from, I guess, the, said that the father was 25 pounds and the mother was 23 or 22. Oh, perfect. So – he yeah. should probably be about 30 pounds, but he's, you know, just I think the thing with him is just trying to keep him under control with the food yeah, and not getting getting fat. And so he's actually really good. He's like such the glutton. He's totally like that that beagle stereotype. Yep. But, but now I've got him when I feed him. I don't even have to say anything anymore. He just waits. He sits down and I start to pour the pour the food in the bowl and he'll sit and then he like scoots back because he's trying to resist himself, right? Or just resist. So he yeah. like slides back or he'll lay down and push himself back and he's you just see him. And then I tell him, okay, go ahead. And he does. So it's pretty cool. But he uh, he would just eat, you know. <laughs> so he's listening. He's listening to you. That's cool. Yeah, he's actually a really, really smart dog. He's a really good dog. Pretty oh, good yeah. nature. He doesn't howl too much. He howls a little bit, but uh, he's yeah. getting better. He's getting better, actually. Beagles are like the, like, they're little, not dumb like, dogs. I mean, what's that? Beagles are not dumb dogs. No, 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 he's a good, smart dude, good natured, but responds very well to to food rewards. <laughs> oh, of course, most <laughs> most dogs do. We had one beagle at, at the shop once, and it was like, if you leave a bag open or somehow accessible to them, you know, like for cats, you can free feed them, right? You just make sure there's food out, and they'll eat when they want to eat, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I feed Stan. I just always have food in his bowl, and he eats when he wants to eat. It's not like, you know, at nighttime I pour him a bowl, and then he eats it all. And then the next night I pour him a bowl, he eats it. I just always have food. So if he eats it all, I, I refill it. But a beagle, man, every time you refill it, he's going to fucking eat it. Yep, he's going to eat exactly. it all every time. Yeah, every time. And I, we and had, I have to feed him separate from Starla. Oh, sure. And, I, and otherwise he'll eat, he'll inhale his, and then he'll go and, <laughs> and, and try to and butt his way into hers. Yeah. And for her, if she's like – she's really like sort of – like beta dog in a way, you know, so like, and she really just is like mellow. So uh, if he comes over and busts his way into something that she wants, she usually just get up and go, ah, whatever, I'll just go over here, you punk. But if she wants, if he's like, she's like really cares about it, she'll put him in his place. So it's kind of funny, but no. he would eat until his belly got distended and he got oh, bloat. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to, that's what I was going to say. We had a beagle come in, one of the bigger beagles. And the owner came home from work. She accidentally left the bag of dog food kind of open. And, of course, he found a way to get into the bag and ate, like, almost the entire oh, bag of dog food. Gosh. And he came in, and his belly was, like, the size of his the rest of his body. Oh, and, like, God. his legs could barely touch the ground. <laughs> so what do they do with <laughs> that case? They just do we like, have, like, we throw it up or something? Giving him an injection of apomorphine, and it makes him vomit, like, instantly. And all this food came up. And right. typical of the people I used to work with, you know, it's like, boo, everyone would be out of the room and I'm standing there going, fuck, I guess I'm cleaning this shit up again. You know, big pile of freaking food, food bloats, are, food bloats are easy, but yeah, they, oh my God, it's just so much food. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. That's, that's gnarly. <laughs> beagles. Be really bad. Yeah. Beagles. They're, they're something else, man. So he has started howling then, huh? Uh, no, not really. Like, so in the morning, he when he wants to wake up, he's in the crate. And so when he wakes up, it's usually right between, like, six or seven. It's not too bad. And he'll kind of, 
you hear him a little bit and stirring around and a little bit. And then I get up and I got to walk out, you know, with him in the backyard and he goes pee and stuff. And then I'll put him, you know, while he's doing that, I'll go and get food and stuff. But if let's say, or let's say I'm delayed in the food or it's after he's e- he eats and he just wants to be inside, he'll yeah. sit there by the door and go like, oh, you know, like just like these little <laughs> things. Um, he doesn't just lay into him. He doesn't lay into him, which is real, which is good. You guys don't really leave. Like the house isn't really empty that much nowadays now. I mean, anyway, right? So yeah. you don't know how he reacts like in the backyard left alone or anything? Um, well, like if we go to the pool or something, we just uh, we put him in his crate. You don't hear him howling or anything? No, not really. When we yeah. leave, because usually he, like, I don't know, with the crate, I just always, like, I want him to go in. I want him to, like, not see it as punishment. So he's not punished from, by going in there. He always gets a tree. I always tell him he's good. He goes in. And so, like, pretty much, if I want him to go in, I'm like, oh, let's go in your crate. And he just goes in, and I kind of usher him in. Sometimes he doesn't really want to, and I'll just kind of help him in, and, oh, good. And, and it's all right. You know, he doesn't have, like, a connotation with it being, you know, a bad, bad place. Yeah. yeah. So you don't you don't create Starla though. No. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, he just came that way, and honestly, man, he he's gotten a lot better, but he was so destructive as a little guy. <laughs> just chewed everything. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, all puppies, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty anyway. hot today, dude. I had to, as we were talking earlier, I had to. Um, I'm getting new carpet up in the hallway and the stairs and stuff because it's the, the carpet that we that was in here when we bought the house. And so I have to paint the walls and do all this stuff first. That way, you know, at the very – I'm not so worried about the carpet now, right? Whereas if I get brand new carpet, I'd be pissed if I got a bunch of paint on it. So I had to, like, paint today. And there's – I did, like, two Ooh. sections. There's a hallway, like, up upstairs. It opens up to, like, a ceiling. And so I had to do that, and I got all that done. But then I have, like, the stairways now, the stairway now, which is this, you know, pretty tall ceiling. That's going to be a pain in the ass, man. How are you getting up there? Well, I have a, I have an extendable, like, 15-foot ladder, you know. It'll work. I just lay, you know, I can lay it on the, lean it against the wall on the stairs and just hit a whole Ooh. section and lean it across the other way and hit a whole section. Don't wipe out. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Those are the, that's like the hardest spot to paint. Yeah, but I've got like a 15-foot extendable ladder. I mean, it's like probably a 12-foot ceiling, you know what I mean? Right. So it's not, you know, it should You're, be all right. You have AC, obviously, right? Yeah, but I had to, I had to leave everything open. I had to open everything oh, up. I can't paint with the fumes. That's right. It flows everything in, right? Ouch. Oh, ouch. So I started early, though, like around 9. When it was only like 95 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Today's been one of the hotter days. Yeah, it has. So yeah, got that really thing knocked like, out, oh. and then just shut everything up quickly after it aired out. Yeah, right. And, and blast uh, AC. Blast the AC. So that's where where we're at now. That's cool. Well, how's the rest of the weekend? What have you been up to? Just working, man. Really, just been pretty busy with work, wrapping up a few projects, which is good. But then we got a lot of other projects going on, so just busy. Uh, do you only, probably do you only get out. Do you only get out when you go to the store, or? Um, you know, I don't, dude. I don't do concerts. Obviously, there's no band practice. We're not doing any hockey. 
Right. So all I pretty much do is like when you and Jim come over here, I go over to Jim's. <laughs> it's pretty much right. that. Or I, I met up with Randy. Um, we're gonna do that again. You know, just kind of whatever. But you know, I got the I got like a pretty good pretty good pool and. But I am home a lot, dude. I work I work at home 100% pretty much. <laughs> I kind of envy you, but in a way, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, oh, dragging ass getting to work, and I'm, I was like, oh, I wish I could somehow do like, home, you know, work from home. Mm-hmm. But I was coming home, and I was imagining you at home all the time, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't really want to have like no contact with anyone else. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, like can't win either way. Yeah, I mean that's it. You know, so it could be worse. I mean, I got there's always something going on here. You know, <laughs> but right, but. but yeah, you know, man, it could be. I mean, it could be worse. So I just are try kid, to. Are you gonna get your kids to school? When are they doing that? When they go back to school? Uh, they start next week, actually. The uh, middle one does. Right. And we'll see. They're doing pretty. I did a Zoom meeting, and they talked about like the protocol that they're gonna follow, and it's pretty, pretty structured, you know. And they're gonna do like an AMPM, and it's gonna be. It sounds like about a third of a regular size class, so probably like six to eight kids i guess i'm guessing you know what they're gonna get better schooling that way i don't know dude it's better than than it than it is now because right now it's all zoom and it's not it's it's struggle for well i just mean how how big are classrooms typically like 30 40 students right no i think at that age it's like 20 24 26 so you're getting less than 10 students per teacher so there's more yeah but they're only in there for like two and a half hours to get their lesson and go over some stuff. And then they're going to still have a bunch of stuff online, you know, pre-recorded stuff. As opposed to all day. Yeah. It's every day, but it's like two and a half hours or two hours, 40 minutes. Well, I was thinking it'd be more like individualized teaching, which would be better, right? I suppose. Um, I mean, I don't, I'll see how it actually pans out. You know, they're going to go basically with this cohort of kids. There's no recess, no lunch. They're just going to go in and knock out their two and a half hours and then get out of there. And it's going to be the same kids. and. I wish it so, was like that when I was in school. Yeah, well, these poor kids, dude. You should see what we got to go through sometimes over here. <laughs> right. But um, but on a positive side, we are doing Halloween decorations. That's that's pretty cool. going to put some lights up after we record this and put some ghouls and things like that up. So that will be pretty, pretty good to do. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to storage. I don't think I'm going to pull all my stuff out just for myself. It seems kind of silly. You should. It's fun. At least put no, some no, orange lights fun. up. It was a lot more fun, you know, like with with my woman or something or when I had roommates. Yeah, but like I, I drew some pumpkin drawings for myself, put them on the fridge. And that's that's all I'm going to do. It's like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to like hand out candy or anything. I probably work on Halloween for all I know. So as yeah. much as I love Halloween, you know. I'll dress up like a vet tech or something and then go to work. Yeah, but you know what? You're not you don't work at night anymore, right? You just work during the day. Right. So you'll be around. You could watch some scary movies. Yeah. Do something, you know. Or sleep. I'll probably just sleep. Sleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you were to be watching some scary movies on Halloween night by yourself and with Stanley, what one would you watch? Halloween movies? I don't know, dude. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, it doesn't have to be a Halloween movie, like, per, per se. It doesn't have to be, like, the Halloween movie or whatever. But, like, maybe a zombie movie or something, like, that's 
kind of along that genre, a horror movie of some sort? What would you watch? Oh, God, I haven't done that in years. What did I used to watch? Dumb shit like The Toxic Avenger or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, the 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 first few um, Peter Jackson movies, uh, the guy who did Lord of the Rings, those are pretty good for Halloween. Like uh, what? Bad Taste and um, what was the other one? You know the one. Have you seen any of those movies? Um, I don't think so. I didn't oh know Peter Jackson did, the, did. Yeah, he did like taste. he did like the most gross, disgusting like splatter movies in New Zealand before he did the Lord of the Rings stuff. Huh. And, and bad taste was like a bunch of aliens come to the planet, and there's a, a, a like this vomit drinking scene that made me gag, man. I'm just oh, like, oh man, it's so <laughs> bad, it's so bad. But they're they're oddly really kind of well done for B movies, you know. Go back and watch Bad Taste, or um, I wish I could remember the other one. I think it's called Dead Alive. Dead Alive is the other one, dude. It's so good. Dead Alive. I think I've seen that one. Is that a zombie one? It's kind of a zombie one, yeah. But it's yeah, just, I think I've seen that one. It's so over the top, like gross, like like gore kind of movie that you can't help it. Like if you watch it with a bunch of people, you're like, oh, everyone's just groaning yeah, and like, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love them though. Yeah, I I probably watch if it were for me and I didn't have have any little ones to worry about. I'd probably watch Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, you like your zombies, right? I do, man. I saw I saw the original Dawn of the Dead. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember my dad, back in the days of like VHS and beta, my dad was like, oh, I heard this movie is pretty good. We should rent it. No, wait, are you talking about the black and white one from 1968 or something? No, not, not Night of the Living Dead. Oh, Dawn okay. of the Dead. Okay. The one where it takes place in the mall. Oh, yeah. I, that's yeah. the one I've seen the most. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a great one. And I remember like, so we watched that. I was probably like 12 or something like that. My dad's pretty straight-laced and stuff. And he... uh we started watching it and he was like not having it he was not into it right so i'm like well i'm watching it you know so that was that was my first zombie movie i I, I might have been like 13 maybe i don't know but it was uh i I think i was 12 but it was uh definitely what set it off for me i mean that was you loved it you loved it didn't you yeah yeah and the the one the remake in 2004 that was actually the zach schneider (sighs) one that's good. That's actually a very good one too. That's one of those rare situations where they remake something. I think I saw that. Good I saw that in the theater with you. Probably, I saw that in the theater like two or three times. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was me and you and and Benji and a couple other people. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, and I saw it with a, another friend, a hockey friend as well, separately. I think we saw it the day it came out. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good one. It's one of those ones that is as good as the original or, or bad, you know, like stands on its own. You know what I mean? Sometimes yep. remakes can be pretty, pretty crummy. <coughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Ah, frog in my throat. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Do you oh, still wow. have your big old uh, VHS catalog of tapes? That's all in um, storage. In storage. Do you have a means of playing it? What, like a like a tape player, like a VHS player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a few of those. And they still work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have one that's really high end actually plays just about anything, but yeah, huh. I, I just need to go and get my, uh, go get them out. Of, I have boxes and boxes and boxes of those dude, like three movies per tape. So I was up to like 400 or 450, I think. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. You had quite a bit, and you had it written down pretty well. I mean, pretty cataloged. Times three to five movies f- per tape, so it's thousands. 
Yeah, yeah, and I had them all written I remember out. watching uh, Brain Donors that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first time we watched that, you had said, have you ever seen that movie Brain Donors? And I said, no. And you're like, oh, well, I gotta find it. And then you, and then you remembered like the way that you cataloged it because you had mul- you have multiple books written, like notebooks of stuff. Right. You, know, you had to remember like where you were in life when you recorded that. That's right. You know which book to pull right. up to then start looking in there. Yeah, that's exactly. And then it, it's like, oh no, what's going on? Skip forward a couple of tapes. I was, oh yeah, that was about the time that movie came out that I recorded, yeah. and I found it and then. I had the times written down so I could just fast forward right to that movie. And yeah, it only took me a few minutes doing it that way. It's like my own little yeah, mini library. Good. But I stopped uh, about 2004 was when I stopped because every year, all the movies that came out, like I could go to Blockbuster or Warehouse or whatever, rent everything, bring them home, and then I'd record everything. And I had like an eraser. So um, the ones that had copy guards, I had one particular VHS um, uh, unit that I had, would I, I could play and record onto another one and it would erase the copy guards or you know it wouldn't affect it at all so it could record anything where'd that you get awesome. that thing dude where'd you get that one that was just luck pure luck it was like before they really implemented it when i bought it and i kept that thing going geez 15 something years because i knew that i could record anything on it until finally it was playing it was playing movies you know like whoa whoa <laughs> like oh okay it's dead now so yeah that's the nature of those things do you have a cassette player still yeah Oh, you mean for like music? Yep. Yeah, yeah. All my cassettes are in storage too, though. So. And you gotta convert that stuff so you don't lose it. Scan those. those Tapes, things. cassettes. How yeah. Do I, how do I do that? I mean. Well, I converted a bunch of tapes. You just get a little interface, you know, and then run it into your laptop and record it. Oh, you mean put it on CD or something? Yeah. Just yeah, get on a digital yeah. file. So I, just buy, I just buy them. The ones I really like, I just repurchased on CD. That's all I did. Yeah, what about, you don't have anything that you couldn't get, though? I mean, I have tapes that still that I couldn't get. Mm, yeah, probably a bunch, actually. I have a lot of, like, strange tapes that I bought out of nowhere that were, like, rare, you know. Yeah. Those are those are all in storage. Oh, God, the heat, though. I hope they don't all melt. Uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, I think I have an air conditioning storage unit, which would be nice. I think so. But. I, I got lucky because I, I share it with my old roommate, right? The storage uh-huh. unit. So it's like a, a hundred something dollars a month. We split the cost, you know, and it's the size of a garage. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's a, yeah, it's a nice one. And I went to a friend's storage unit. He pays almost like eighty something dollars a month, and it's like smaller than a closet, dude. I'm like, this is what wow. they give you now for eighty bucks a month. This is ridiculous. It was tiny. Yeah, they are. You just have like happened to get in like one a long time ago or something like that, right? Because now I think for like a five by eight or something, it's probably I, I don't know. It's got to be over a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and he got it probably at least ten years ago. So, and when I saw it, he it, there was nothing in it really, just a few of his things like in a big a big aquarium and a I don't know like a lawnmower. And I'm like, shit, I'll, I'll I'll pay half of this if you let me have the other side of this this unit here and he's like fuck yeah i don't have to pay the whole 200 bucks you know yeah well, you have so, your your half stack there you have that big that. acoustic cabinet yeah those assholes didn't steal that not the cabinet they stole the head the head but not that's what i mean the cabinet though the, the, the one with that, the, no with, with the, the horn horn no i could swear they stole it i think it's gone no i don't think so i think so dude i think it's gone dude, that, will, that, the, the horn part was on the head though i think 
No, 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 it wasn't. It was in the cabinet. It's there, dude. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, now I have to go to the unit and check because I'm pretty sure they got my whole the whole half stack. I don't think so. Dude, that thing weighed probably literally oh, 300 so pounds or something. Those. I think it was heavy. It was super solid state. I remember this one show we played at um well it turned into the F F Street bookstore, but it was it was called Pounders in Pacific Beach. And to get to the stage was this huge long like two-story hallway staircase, right? That went, you know, curved up into into the back, like right to the stage. So you had to carry all your equipment up two stories, you know, flight of stairs. And when we were done with the show, I was so tired, no one wanted to help me carry that thing down that I literally rolled it down. I just pushed it and it went dun, 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 dun. This is like what, 100 pound, 200 pound like cabinet? It's it, got to be at least It rolled two stories down to the door at the bottom. Just went dun, 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 whap, hit the door and I was laughing. And I took it home, plugged it in, it was fine. It's yeah. a good thing about solid state, you know. But I remember the bass player standing there looking at me like, what are you fucking doing? And I'm just standing at the top of the stairs laughing my ass off as it's like rolling really slowly down the staircase. <laughs> oh, my God. And then take he's someone's like, knees out, man. Well, he kept, yelling, out, man. he kept yelling down the, down the stairwell because he was afraid someone would open the door and get like a face, right. full, of my, yeah, face full of my cabinet. But, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> Do you still uh... – watch any of those videos or anything that you have from that time remember the old songs or anything like that i haven't in a while but i, I made like a, a compilation one with all the different you know like one song from all the different shows and it went on a good hour and a half or so i, I watched that a few months ago you know just one song after the party to a show the part just it wasn't chronological just whatever it is it was yeah. kind of fun it was kind of fun to watch it was like it's like watching a whole different person there are some songs that when i was watching it, i'm like huh that's actually a pretty good song <laughs> like because <laughs> you're so removed from it now, right? It's been yeah, totally. Five years I, or three like, years I, I can it. be somewhat objective when I when I watch it or listen to it and go, hey, that wasn't that bad actually. So yeah, at the time, you know, of course, every song sucks, but yeah, yeah, kind of how relate. You, yeah, I know, <laughs> kind of how you feel about our songs, you know. Oh, I don't want to play that one. No. Yeah, it's true. So uh, I don't know. I guess talking about like looking back at things, we've we're coming into this will be this is thirty episode thirty six, right? And uh, we've reviewed a lot of a lot of albums. Uh huh. Have you been list going back and listening to a certain few? Because I certainly have. Well, the last few days I've been listening to that Tolkus EP we did. I think the last last episode or two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, I've been listening to that a lot, and I love that fucking. Yeah, you you, you know, mentioned you texted me about it and said I, that your review of it was off, huh? You know, I, I felt like you know because I listened to it and the stops, the songwriting and the stops on that EP are just really good. The bass playing is really good, dude. And some of the stuff they do, like um, it's just really kind of creative. Like some of the stops and, and the way the tempo changes and stuff on some of the songs. Like the song that I said that I, I thought was my least favorite song on there. What was it called? It was a uh, Extinction, extinction or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was one of the ones I said I really liked. You're like, oh, that's actually my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, well, I went back and listened to it, and I'm like, what was I thinking? That's probably the best song on there. That might be the best song on there. The changes are all over the place. They do that little jazzy thing in there, and it's yeah, like, yeah. that's a great song, man, yeah. But then I was like, well, I gave it four out of five stars. So, you know. Did I give it three and a half, right? I took a half half off. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. I, I can't give it. Yeah, it was very good. I can't give it four and a half, though. It's not, you know. It's not quite there, but yeah. damn, that is really good. And um, I've been listening to a lot of the Psychosomatic, the Invisible Prison. 
Yep, same here. I was going to say that. I listened to that again today, actually. It's, it's a good album, man. Yeah. Yeah, they it's got it going on. They do, for sure. Musicianship and the production is really good, too. Just yep. like tight. It's just an all-around good album. Yep. Yeah. And they picked that for me anyway. They picked a really good cover song. So, and you were right about the uh, the shortest straw. That's not a very good version, actually. Oh, going back to Tolkas. Yeah. Yeah. The I the vocals that. are way off. I mean, they're just way off. Because I was singing along to it. The music's great. And I was singing along to it, and I realized, why am I out of key as I'm singing this along to this, right? But I wasn't the one out of key. It was the vocalist that was out of key completely uh-huh. through the whole song. And it just it kind of ruined the whole cover song for me. So, but yeah, you're right about that one, big time. Yeah, I've also been listening to Body Count Carnivore. My God, dude. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's been a few weeks since I listened to it, but yeah, that's a good fucking album. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it'd be kind of hard for me to hear the the song with Riley Gale singing at this point. You know. You know how oh, I am. Yeah. It's like I haven't been able to listen to Motorhead or Pantera. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're gone. And it's like uh, never getting that again. So. I got a weird yeah. thing about that. You know, it's like my friend said, well, you still listen to Jimi Hendrix, right? And I said, yeah, but I, I, I was a kid when he died. I didn't even know he existed until after he was dead. That's kind of different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I sent you that, that video clip. Did you see it? The one what? from like the YouTube, the YouTube outtake interview outtakes or whatever. No, I didn't. Uh, when did you, when did to- you said it? Oh, uh, probably today. No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't looked at my stuff for a few days. So you mean you don't you don't sit on the edge of your seat waiting for me to text you? No, sorry. <laughs> Actually, maybe maybe it didn't go through because I think I tried to. That was that was really hard for me to get over, Dan. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Shit. Oh, now usually when because I, I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday now, and usually when I go back to work Thursday, I have my phone off at work, right? And I come home and I just watch TV or I listen to some music and then I'll just crash out and then I go to work again. There's usually like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I really don't check my texts at all. And then come like this morning, I checked check my text for the first time in well since yesterday, right? And there's a text from Jim even from days ago going, "Where are you?" And then you know what happened yeah, to you? Dude, he goes, "What happened to you, you last you night?" You said you were coming. Well, you know, I texted him back and I said, I fell asleep like an old man. And he goes, yeah, that's what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever Ian's a no-show, that's what it is. He fell asleep. <laughs> I just It was like 8.30 or 9, and I lay down, and I'm like, do I really want to make this drive? And then I woke up at like 4 in the morning. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not making that drive. I guess so, not. <laughs> yeah. And then I, a couple days later, I see the text, so. But you know better. You didn't even bother texting me. Where are you? <laughs> I did. I think I did too. Did I say all right? Are you coming? Uh, maybe I didn't. No. Maybe he good. said. Maybe he that said that, that he did, yeah. and that was good enough for me. He's like Ian. Where are you? <laughs> Oops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a. Uh, it's weird being able to fall asleep so easily so early, knowing that I have to be up at five thirty. You know, like when I was in my twenties and even thirties, I could be up till two or three and yeah. get up at six and go to work. It's like God. How did I do that? Yeah. Very different time. Yeah, anyone listening in your 20s, you'll find out. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, that's true. Huh? Yeah. So, been listening to anything else? Either something we reviewed or anything we haven't reviewed that's been good, catching your ear? Not really. Not especially, actually. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, we, I, I'm so saturated with music now doing these reviews with you. It's like sometimes it's hard to even catch up to what we're doing, you know, so let alone listening to something new. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a 
good to take a break sometimes. Yeah. In those weeks that we have, have a little more time to go back and revisit sure. things that we like. But, but no break are, today. No break today. No, you're right. We're reviewing something today. Carnosus. Carnosus. Uh, the album is called Dogma of the Deceased. It's like 11 <laughs> songs. <laughs> these names, dude, these names kill me. It's like, it's not volume four. I mean, Havoc had five, but it's always these weird names now. It's so funny. Yeah, Digging deep into the well, like you said. That is. Yeah, 11 songs, 45 minutes. It's... Uh, these guys are from from Sweden. Yeah. From Ordebro, Sweden. O with sure. an umlaut, R E B R O. You sure they're not? You sure they're not from Norway? Hey. I am yeah. actually, because that's right from their copy and pasted from their Facebook. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Remember the um, what was the band? Nerve Saw. I was convinced they were like from Sweden. You're like, no, they're from Norway. Dude, this is not the only Carnosis, is it? The other Carnosis that I know of is. Uh, Carnosis with an I. This is huh. Carno. This is Carnosus. S yeah. U S. Yeah. S U S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. C A R N O S U S. Yep. Yep. There's a couple different Carnosuses. Carnosi. Carnosi. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but um. So what did you think anyway? Uh. Um. Do you want me to start? Should we Should we just mention who these guys are real quick? Yeah. Go ahead. You don't forget that because I'm gonna text you. If you can pronounce it. Yeah, I can't. Okay. Uh, so on vocals, Jonathan Karasiak. Karasiak. Sure. Uh, guitar, Ricard Person. Okay. Other guitar, Marcus Nistrom. Okay. On bass, Marcus Strintland. Uh-huh. And on drums, Jacob Hedner. Okay. So, uh, like we said, it's 11, what is it, 11 songs? It is, yeah, it's 11 songs, 45 minutes. What did you think? Well, it came out, what, March 13th, 2020? Yeah, yeah you're right. And um, I, uh, I'm i not sure how this is actually a human playing the drums, to be honest. <laughs> or why I actually would even like this. I mean, they sound pretty typical to me. To be, I mean, I don't know. It's exactly what I expected with the name Carnosis. How's that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, the first song is kind of, it's okay. I mean, I thought it was okay. It was good, you know, but that feeling just kind of continued song after song, like, you know, Oh yeah, this is okay. You know, it was yeah. kind of, it was kind of under, it was underwhelming, dude. It really was. Yeah. It's, it's faster and shit, but it doesn't sound real. Yeah. That was what I thought too. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 I liked like the guitar. it better than you did. I liked it better than you do apparently. <laughs> well, I like the guitar work. The leads are really good, you know? Yeah. Um, but they just sound kind of like a generic sort of mashup of like every death metal band I've ever heard, to be honest. Right. Yeah. But, um, why, what'd you think? Well, I mean, I thought like the first few songs were pretty good. Yeah. Like the first three, uh, what are the track names here? They were in, in venom, in venomation of the population chamber of emancipation and lost to funeral desires. Was that those, those three I liked. They're okay, yeah. And then it got like, I don't know. There, there were I got the bored. last like in the middle part of it, yeah. And the and in the middle part, they even had like a radio sounding song. It was very strange. I think that's the song I liked. Uh, track seven, Empire of Gloom. 
that was that was a song I actually really liked because it, it changed it up a bit and it actually had some depth to the song and it wasn't just the same. I mean, dude, track seven, song, track seven's a different one. Track seven, Empire of Looms near the end. Track ten. Oh, I thought it was track seven. Yeah, no, track seven is Deceptive Authority. Yeah, oh, that was okay. another one of those ones that wasn't. But I mean, I don't know. Can it? Can a person really play drums, the bass drums like this? <laughs> every freaking song you know what i mean well i think i think this is where we get into like the the production you know it's, because there's 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 guys that do this i mean i've, I've seen guys that I, play fast like this i have too but, but they're, they're being aided. Like, they're being aided though they're computer aided if yeah, you watch well, if you watch like their legs compression or something weird so that way they can keep it the same so they're not necessarily hitting very hard like they couldn't right and i'm not a drummer well, but, they du- they double it. If you watch the legs, those guys who play really this kind of shit live, it sounds like this, and it's like, wow, that's amazing. But if you really watch their legs as they're going back and forth, their legs aren't going this fast like a freaking machine gun, dude. They're just not. They're doing like the halftime, so every hit is a double time, so they can go back and forth. The triggers or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a Vinnie Paul used to do that with Pantera. So you know, you'd have like the slow grinding, like what groove metal they called it you know and you'd hear that in the background that like really fast double bass that sounded almost like uh, artificial because it was artificial he's just doing halftime and it's just doubling it and then he can play really fa- if he plays really fast on his double bass then it's like fucking phenomenal it's like machine gun sounding that's what this sounded like to me like he was just totally computer aided because every fucking song this guy was doing know, that i didn't know pantera used triggers on their yeah drums. yeah um, vinnie paul did oh yeah definitely really? You're uh, ruining my, you're ruining my image. Rest in peace, everybody. Sorry. I'm not talking bad about the dead. He was a good drummer, so. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm not saying I'm better than this guy. This this dude for Carnosis is fucking phenomenal. I don't even come close to him. I, I'd be an idiot to proclaim that I'm somehow as good as this guy. I could be as good, even with the aid. You know, but it, it gets old to me when I know that that's not real. You know what I mean? I don't well, know. And you mentioned it, too, on another album we reviewed a while back, and this, I think, applies here as well. It seems like with the exception of a few parts, they're kind of all the same speed as yep. well. Yep, they are. Yeah. Yep. And I think it was I think it was about the seventh track for this album that it changed up a bit. I could have sworn that was Empire of Gloom, huh? Um, what I did like about this band is this bass player is kick-ass, dude. Yeah, I like. There's some good riffs in it too, man. I, I like, but I did, I did like the the vocals were actually the thing that stood out to me out of all. Really? Of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's yeah, and I think maybe because there's just a few parts where you can hear that even though he's using an effect on it, that the sounds that he's producing to make that effect are pretty uh, aggressive. Okay. And so yeah, I, thought, I noticed that. I thought, I thought his, his vocals, I thought were, pretty the vocals good. were pretty pretty underwhelming myself. I don't yeah. know. Pretty Funny. generic. Well, they're pretty, it's just un, it's just unoriginal, kind of underproduced. It's like below the music levels, you know. Like Skeleton Witch would do that, you know, where it was under the level yeah. of the music. But with them, it was such an original sound in the way they put it all together. It made sense and it sounded awesome. But for this, it's like I'm almost like leaning in, like I can't, I can barely hear the guy. And then when when I could hear him, maybe it was my equipment that I'm listening on. I don't know. But when I could hear him, it's like it just sounded like every other, just you know. <laughs> You know, like, oh, okay, typical, right? Huh. You know, the guitarists remind me of is fucking Killswitch Engage, though. 
Does every song have to have that whap, whap, whap? Yeah, yeah, I it's noticed all, that too. Dude, it's all over every song. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I, I could do that and make my songs sound like I'm a better guitar player than I am. But when you do something special like that on one or two songs, it sounds rad. But you do it through every song, like Kill Switch Engage, it just starts to kind of grate on my nerves, man. I'm just like, ah, God, stop that. I mean, who do you think you are, Zach Wild? I mean, come on, knock it off. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're good guitar players. The leads are awesome, but the squeals were out of control. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, I like the vocals for some reason. That's what stood out to me. Yeah. Um, I did I did notice that the, everything was was the same speed. It was. So I, I'm going to guess, if I had to guess what you would rate it, I'm going to guess that you give it like a two and a half to a three. Yeah, I give it a three. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth it. It's worth listening to. If you like death metal and, and thrash metal and and you dig really good guitar playing, good bass playing, and a fucking badass drummer, you know, and you're okay with the, the typical generic sounding death metal kind of guy, then you'll love it. You, you know, it's worth listening to. Definitely. Um, I don't know that I'm actually going to go back and really listen to this album, though, again, mm-hmm. in particular. But I may. I may, because the end of the, the last few songs on the album I thought were kind of good. Yeah, I thought the first, I thought, like I said, the first three were pretty good. And then I think the last two were, were good. Each time I listened to this, I had to about track five or six. I had to struggle to keep it on. I would skip. I skipped from. I found myself skipping from about track four or five. Four, four and five, you were skippable. Yeah, four or five, somewhere around there. Both definitely of them. skipping. Yeah, skipping tracks. Uh, uh, maybe six, but like seven, eight, nine. For sure. Oh, those are the ones I like, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like the last two. So I, I think, I think like, to me, like I like the last three songs, first, or rather the first three songs and the last two songs. Those are probably my yeah my favorite ones. And then yeah. I didn't like, it sounds like, some of the ones that you liked. Oh, I liked a De- Deceptive Authority. What is that? Is that track seven? That's the, yeah. one, I'm talking, that's the one I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. That was the one I liked. Um, they're definitely tight. They're polished. Um, they... They're nothing to me. They're nothing special though. I don't know. Yeah. The, the vocals did kind of bore me, you know. So funny. So you give you give them a three and a half. I give them a three. Oh, three. Yeah. And I'll give them a three and a half because of what you didn't like, which was the vocals. <laughs> I like the, there were a couple riffs, and then I just I don't know something about the vocals I enjoyed, and I did notice a difference in listening to them on my earphones versus like in my car. Yeah. So. This, to, to me, this kind of stood out to me as, as like a, for lack of a better term, like a, a bassist band. Like bass players out there will, like death metal, will fucking love this, dude. Because the bass playing is all over. If you like focus in on the bass playing, which I did last time I listened to it, mm-hmm. I really listened to the guy playing bass, and he's fucking jamming, dude. He's keeping up, and there's no triggers. There's no, there's no special like accent. You know, he's not using anything. He's just jamming on the bass. Listen to it again, and you're going to listen. You're going to hear the bass stick out, and you're going to go, "Holy shit, this guy's really good!" Like this is a guy I want for our band, dude, <laughs> big time. <laughs> but no, he's really good. I mean, he's it's a bassist kind of band, you know. But I guess the vocals really were what kind of killed it for me. It's just kind of generic, typical. Yeah. Band. Huh. Interesting. And the the to me the first thing I really thought when I first heard it was, you guys know that revocation already exists, right? The band Revocation. Yeah, you think, you think fucking, they sound just like them? They do. Listen to um, they sound just like Revocation, dude. <sighs> Listen to some Revocation, especially like um, 
especially the the one from 2011, I think, and then the most recent one. This sounds a lot like that. It really does. The the guitar playing, the what st what stands out for me about Revocation though is the guitar playing is so good. Yeah, you know I mean? Revocation. Yeah, it, it is. That guy is so good that you can't. It doesn't matter how he sings because he he's kind of generic and typical to me too. But it doesn't matter because the changes and the leads and just everything is just over the top. And it's like wow, this guy's pretty special, you know. Um, these guys are good too, but uh, just the the squeals kind it's of you not know. your not your cup of tea. Yeah, the squeals just like all through every song. It's just like oh my god, it just after a while it sounds cool initially, and then it's just like pulling teeth, you know. Yeah. Just like Kill Switch Engage does that too. And if you watch Kill Switch Engage live, it's like they're dueling each other with the squeals. Like let's see how many we can pack into every song. They're like, <laughs> and, and they'll be on stage laughing about it. The one dude wearing a cape, running around acting like an idiot, and he'll get next to the other guitar player, and they'll go back and forth, you know, and they're both laughing, you know. And as an audience member, I'm just like, yeah, that's not really funny. It's kind of annoying me now. I don't kind know. Of annoying you. Well, they gotta they gotta occupy themselves, man. If they're doing that show. Do you, you like know. Do you like Kill Switch Engage? Uh, not really. I mean, I've seen them live. They put on a good show, but I've never followed them. Too too melodic kind of thing. Yeah, we saw them together. We saw them more than once together, actually. We uh, saw them. They were at the uh, Skeleton Witch show at. And, I know, uh, I, I know I've seen them. I know I've seen them live, but I don't think I've seen them. I think I've only seen the DVD of them. Nope. they were at the Skeleton Witch show with with Soma. If not, if I'm not at Soma, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. This is why I should save my ticket stubs like I used to. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Now it's all digital though. You just got to save like screenshots now or something like that. You don't even need. That's you know, right. <laughs> Pretty soon you just walk up and like press your eye onto something and it'll let you in. Oh my gosh! So I just saw this thing on online. Amazon is experimenting with this biometric checkout system where you can go. I guess they have a couple, like a pilot store or a couple pilot stores, and they're you walk in, you've got your account set up with them with your your palm print scan. You just walk in, grab your stuff, and scan on the way out, and you're out the door. Oh, no. That was kind of weird. Oh, no. That's like the beginning of the end right there. Yeah. I don't understand what's so hard about just doing the same thing on your, with a phone, your phone and not giving them your biometric. Like, to me, it's not hard to press the button on, on my phone twice to pull up the payment thing and hold it next to it. It's pretty – Because pretty then easy. they don't know what your preferences are. They can't put you into the big system and flood you with the ads that they know you want to see. Yeah, I'm not giving it my thumb, my palm print. <laughs> you have no choice. You never know. Well, like in, in China, man, there's cameras everywhere, and they're watching you every step you make. That's that's weird shit, though, because, like, you, like, jaywalk, and you have, like, points, and it takes – if you jaywalk or something and you don't get caught, it sees you doing that, and, and put, like, social points come off of, off of your um whatever, your identity. And then so you. Oh, get, really? I saw yeah, Black, that was, show Black Mirror, an episode of that that had that type of premise. Have you seen that show Black Mirror? No, I haven't. But no, that's just real. In, in China, <laughs> that's what they do, man. And then you get more like the more you do bad things like that socially, the more like ostracized you become. And next thing you know, you can't go to certain restaurants or you'll be barred from things. And you're like, what happened? What did I do? Right. But it's because they're watching you. And then they just take this slowly tick away at your points. <laughs> 
So if you help an old lady across the street, do you get like 10 points? Uh, no, I think a cop comes up and kicks you in the balls. Uh, all right. Know. And then you, you get 20. You should. <laughs> <laughs> you should, though. That makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it would think, yeah. you'd think, right? The kit shouldn't be just detrimental if they're going to keep track. Well, I didn't, I didn't see the positive side to that whole thing, but if they're going to take away, then they must add somehow. Like you think? I mean, I don't think I agree with it, but like right, I, I definitely I, don't agree with it. But I guess it'd be wouldn't be so bad if if you go into a restaurant and they're like, oh, well, well, hello, Mr. Ian, please, please come this way, and they take you to a better spot because they see that you're one who always helps animals and you adopt adopt animals that are going to be euthanized and you help old ladies across the road and stuff, like you know, right. Yeah, sure. Um, I, it was it was a frontline thing. I think I saw in that. And one of the one of the things where you do get positive like points or whatever is like when you volunteer your time. You know what I mean? For hospitals yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then you get like big points. And they did mention that. But you know, as far as like minor things, like just walking around, you do something nice. Someone drops your wallet, you pick it up and hand it to them. Yeah, you should get some positive points. Maybe think. if they pull out their phone and they like they like give you like the like thumbs up or something. Just act happy every time you leave the house and you're dancing and whistling and pointing at people. Hey, how you doing? And cracking jokes. And then everywhere you go, it's just like ding, 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 racking up your points. I'd be in the worst mood just walking out. You know what? Big that smile on so my face, funny. dancing around, getting points. <laughs> that would be, be a really funny uh, skit, comedy skit. That, that would be pretty funny. funny. You wake up and you're just in the worst mood ever, just grrr. You take a shower, and then you know you walk out the door, you're on camera, and just ding, big smile, you know. Lay your Shake coat it. down for the for the lady, <laughs> exactly. the lady to go by and stuff, and you, <laughs> and when you get around the corner in the the dead spot, you're like, you throw your coat down on the ground, you like, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, exactly, just pounding the ground and screaming. Yeah. Oh my god. The, the next the next walkway, you're back to it. You come back home and you just slam your door and you're just like fucking punching the door and shit. the wall. So angry because you have to be nice all fucking day. Anyway, that would ask you that. Yeah, copyright 2020. Scatterbrain, fuck you. Scatterbrain podcast, yeah. Yeah, Scatterbrain podcast 2020. <laughs> anyway, well. All right, dude. Well, it was good, good catching up. Uh, oh wait, wait. Like this album too much. Well, what, wait, what was the topic? We have another hour, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk next week and um, see you on the next Scatterbrand. Yeah, are right. we good? Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye.